0: The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This
1: are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
2: And we're back here on Analyze This, like I said, it's a lovely Friday in Paradise, February 10th, I mean, another, another 19 days, I and mean, when it's gonna be March, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's whole time. Time flying uh, in these parts. We only got 28 days uh, this year, not a leap year. Next year, we get 29 days. but well, this year, we got 28 days. So we got 18 more days. And then 19 days from now, it's going to be March 1st. Quickly before I bring on I my mean, I uh, uh for our number two, just give you a quick update with the COVID 19 uh, uh, numbers um, made available by the Department of Health yesterday. Most recent data sample 223 negatives. 13 positive, so we can live with that for sure, right? That's about um, just under 18 to 1, right? If we had gotten to uh, 224, uh, it would have been 18 to 1 on the head, but we're at 223. So just under 18 to 1, that's a good ratio. We can live with that given the time of the year. Nationally still holding strong 11%, but hospitalizations continue to decrease uh, 29,000. 299 and ICU patients down to 3,606. Average deaths of 457 deaths uh, per day, per uh, as a, from the um, New York Times uh, database. And they go with chance applicants. Yesterday, uh, Wall Street, the Dow was down uh, three quarters of a percent or thereabouts, 249.13 points. Nasdaq was down 1.02 uh, percent. SP 500 down 0.88 percent. And Russell 2000 down 1. Point four percent Oh, back to the COVID-19 actives in the territory. Now we're at 113, 56 on St. Croix, 47 on St. Thomas, 10 on St. John. That's a very high number for St. John. So we're going to keep an eye uh, on that day, like we say. By the way, I just got a, a, a story here um, from um, Ms. Zimmet, Zoe Zimmett. So um, as the pandemic ebbs, an influential COVID tracker shuts down on the Johns Hopkins Coronavirus Resource Center plans to cease operations on March 10th, which is my about officials told NPR it's bittersweet. Says Lauren Gardner, an engineering professor who launched the project with one of her students on March 3rd, 2020, but it's an appropriate time to move on. So we're going to focus on this on the table talk on Monday. Going to reach this and find out uh, what's going on there, but that's going to be rough um, in terms of, not having that uh, data. Uh, I guess we'll have the transition accordingly as well here daily uh, on the station. So, here's what it is. Now we're going to transition to something I found out about uh, the latter part of uh, last year when I was speaking with Ms. Shamin Smith. Uh, she was telling me about the UVI passport to the world and that they were heading over to Ghana. And um, so we got uh, some of the folks who. Um made that trip. Uh joining us uh this morning. Uh, we're joining us via the air link. Uh so let's see if um we got them lined up here. Uh good morning to the good folks from the UVI passport uh to the world again trip. Good morning, how are you?
1: I'm well,
2: I'm well. Okay, good. Who am I speaking with this morning?
1: Um Curtis Augustine. As um the voice you hear is Curtis Augustine, but we also have Akua and Tim online
2: as well. Okay, good. Good morning. I'm glad, glad to hear your voice uh, this morning. Good morning. Um, Akua Dukard. Good morning.
3: Good
2: morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm I'm, 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 I'm well. And Timothy, how'd you join us from Angola?
0: Yes. Good morning. I'm joining you from Angola.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Glad good to morning. have you on How are you doing? as well. So, um, and welcome to analyze this. All I went to the motherland.
4: Yes. <laughs>
2: he laugh. That, that, that's that's why I know it to be the letter, you that know letter. I'm saying, yeah, a, Jack, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, most yeah. Definitely. No, that, that's that, that's good. So tell first of all, tell us a little bit about the passport to the world, the the the, the um the entity, um, because I know um, are been um doing our thing and moving around and all that stuff, and then we could talk specifically about this December trip it was right or December January trip or just December, De- December. Just December. A December trip, um, from the Caribbean, uh, over, uh, to the motherland. The floor is yours.
0: Okay, so let me let me take that. Uh, in the absence of um, Dr. Tong, who is the leader? Yeah, the coordinator. I, the person who, yeah. who founded this organization and was the leader coordinator. Yes. Uh, I don't know why she isn't on. There's some technical issues. Um, but I have been traveling with the with the group for um, quite some time now, the trip to Ghana was my second trip actually to Ghana with UVI Passport to the World. But I've gone with them before to, um, to India, Peru, uh, Spain, Morocco, as well. So it is it is uh, an awesome program that the university has um, created for UVI students, um, faculty, staff, alums. And friends, so that the entire community can um, can um, take part in the activities, and which are really uh, so it's a service learning program. So it's it's learning by travel. So that you travel to the country, you learn about their cultures, and uh, you know, etc. The people and uh, service as well. So you do some service. So every trip that we've gone to, there has been some service element. And we will tell you about the service element in ghana as well okay so, that's good so that was that was mr Augustine. that was mr, I mean, that was mr. we were just talking about sorry that was timothy hodge was- uh i um well my, my my first degree was at uvi and my, i just completed doctorate with uvi as well so um when i traveled i was traveling as a student and now as an as an alum alum
2: um all, uh, all cankers with That's, that's a term you're looking for <laughs> <it>? <laughs> 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 No but I just tease
0: him, man. I tease him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're still young at heart. I just have it it. It's, it's a photo. You know, he's the last thing, you know, it is right. So, uh, so but congratulations in the, in
1: the motherland, they call it the elders. The elder. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
2: I, I look now, I kindly beg your pardon, man. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I, I like that one. So, um, let, let, well, let me do the right thing. Congratulations, Dr. Augustine. Okay. Uh,
1: that was Dr. Timothy Hodge. Oh, I am actually
2: a PhD student right now. Mr. Okay. Also, so th- congratulations, Dr. Hodge. Um, thank you. Thank you. W- with attending. Uh, Tong
0: is on as well. so I think you should. Uh,
2: okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. This. I. Think. I. Know. Just. Let. Me. Know. What. I. Got. To. Do. And. I. I. Got. No. My. Please. go Check. So. Right. So. Um. Coordinator Leslie Tong. Good morning. Good
5: morning. um Thank you for having us on your program today.
2: Appreciate it. Without a doubt. So you're the coordinator. Um, Tell us about, uh, I mean, um, uh, Mr. Hart did a good job there. Just now, us giving us some background. Okay. I don't what he
5: said, but um, so Passport to the World Travel Learning Program is what it's called. And we started in 2015. Um, The idea was to uh, expose UVI to the world, Um, UVI students, faculty, staff alums and members of the community that we who we refer to as uh, friends of UVI and so we, we uh, facilitate a two-week um, culturally immersive experience in different countries around the world um, so far we've gone to as I said China was the first and we've gone to India, Peru, Spain, Morocco, um, Ghana twice and uh, South Africa we're planning to head to Egypt in May
2: no, That's this, just a brief <laughs> no 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 this a this, this, uh, uh, this is an awesome uh, list of um, you know countries and uh, societies um, that that uh have visit. um' Ms. Ducard, how are you
3: i'm I'm well I'm well being here with you I'm a little under the weather, but um, thank you for having us on the show. okay, good. How was the trip? it was amazing to be honest this was the most amazing trip i've ever taken and i've mentioned to others before that it was a lot more than a trip it was a lot like a pilgrimage Um, for me going to the motherland i've never been to uh, the continent of africa i had been to an african country off the coast of the continent so i had not actually uh, placed my feet on the motherland so this was just um an incredible introduction and i say introduction because i definitely intend to go back
4: mm. uh,
3: so many personal experiences and um, experiences with many of the folks on the journey uh it was amazing i mean i i can say so much more but my overview is really it was the most incredible experience i've ever had uh journeying to another Country, being immersed in the culture, learning about my own heritage, uh, and really putting pieces together that I had not had before uh, regarding my own culture and my roots.
2: No, I'm, I'm I know of an African country off the coast of Africa known as the Malagasy Republic. Wait, which country you went to?
3: I went to Cape Verde when I was. You oh, went Africa.
2: to Cape Verde. Okay, okay, yes. okay.
3: Yes. That's which up was there. That's so amazing. <laughs> that's
2: up there in the northwest side by uh, Morocco, right? over there
3: um no it's off the coast of senegal
2: off of of senegal okay okay Okay.
3: so Mm -hmm. i i felt like you know i had been to yes i had been to africa but i would not really been to the continent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so this was really my um as i said my introduction and hopefully the beginning of many more experiences there
2: okay good um so i just want to do a little quorum call here again to make sure um the public is aware of who has joined us. So we have coordinator Tong, right? Leslie Tong, right? Yes. <laughs> and good morning, Madam Coordinator. Glad to have you on. Um we just spoke with Mr. Kwadukarn. Um you are a student in the PhD program.
3: Yes, I'm uh, in one of my last years in the program. Uh, yeah, so I've really enjoyed the program and this has been a great extension to my experience with UVI. My my family is from St. Croix even though I currently live in Atlanta and I was born yeah,
2: in California Yeah, I, I was just going to ask you because you got a Yankee twine. I a Yankee. As
4: I've been told
3: my whole life. <laughs> Am I, um, just, you, I, know, I uh, you know, some of the most amazing experiences were really um, getting a chance to to experience and to taste specifically some of the flavors that I tasted growing up with my grandmother, uh, spending weeks and months at a time with her in St. Croix in gut. Yeah man. Uh and yeah. so it was really incredible to taste some of the same things in Ghana that I grew up with my grandmother tasting. No,
2: we we we're going to get to that cuz I, I I haven't been to Ghana but I I have a, a someone very very close to me who actually uh after he retired he went to Ghana to teach uh children for a year and he told me some things I want I want to see if you know what I'm saying if y'all experienced that as well. So, um, so that's Akua Dukar, the Ducardo watagonian
4: yeah. uh <laughs> joining
2: us this morning um um Mr augustine, you are you, you still here with us, right? yeah, yeah, can you hear me yeah, my you're you're nice and loud now, I like that, yeah okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I just want to make sure I get my accent right. You know, I'm from St. You ain't going to call me a Yankee today,
2: ah, man. But check this <laughs> out. Check this out. I ban in Harlem, you know. Oh, no, really? Yeah. I born. So, I so so, so so you could take a shot at me anytime. But well, Jack, we got a problem yeah. with that. Yeah, Jack. So, so we're we glad to have you. And of course, um, Mr. Timothy Hodge from Anguilla. Good morning once again, Sue. Good
0: morning. Good morning. Okay. And, um, I...
2: What's, what, what, I, it, what's your current, you, you're a student or a, you're a PhD? You're a doctor, right? You, yeah, yeah, I finished
0: that.
2: You already got yours.
0: So. And it, it, it was an awesome program. I, I, I tell everybody um, the, the PhD in uh, Creative Leadership for Innovation and Change is an awesome program. And um, UVI's first um, PhD program, first and only PhD program. And I was privileged to be um, in cohort one and um and i'm a proud graduate of that program
4: okay that,
2: that's good um and we, we're gonna be joined or have we been and joined Tom yet by mr is,
0: is also a graduate of that program Who? dr talk dr, dr. time okay 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 he okay we walked together in in may this year oh that's your
2: classmate i like that i like that and at some point we're gonna be joined if we haven't been joined yet by mr stephen isaac right yes okay Hopefully he comes on to the call at some point. So check this. Uh, we, we had a, a, a good quorum call. Let's just know we we'll take a break. And then, um, uh, when we, when we come back, I want to have to tell me about the itinerary. You'll check and, and all the anticipation within the, just expecting, what was it like? The build up and then you actually land, uh, in Ghana, uh, and all that good stuff. Okay. So we'll take a break. Um, Passport to the World is our guest on the Ghana trip, which took place in December. And, uh, we're going to, We're going to be, no, 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 no. So we'll take a break and we'll be back right after this.
6: Ability Radio is a program brought to you by the Disability Rights Center of the Virgin Islands to promote a more inclusive Virgin Islands. Ability Radio brings you information on health care, art, culture, education, and current affairs where we engage in lively discussions with guests locally and abroad. Join us every Saturday morning at 1130 a.m. on WTJXFM. The
4: news nowadays is a bit like our weather, much more extreme. The headlines that grab the most attention generate a lot of heat and not much light. On 1A, we rely on your questions and stories to help us better understand the issues that demand more than a few tweets. With your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together.
7: Catch 1A at its new time. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1.
2: back here and analyze this so we we're joined by um the uh uvi uh passport to the world the ghana the ghana trip which took place uh in december of 2022 and we're joined today um by those who um travel um so what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk to the we're gonna we're gonna uh, Ask Miss Tong, the lesson Tong, the program coordinator. Good morning to you. Uh, tell us about the planning and the itinerary and how you worked your way from the Caribbean over to the motherland.
3: Great.
5: So, um, one of the things that I also want to mention before I get into talking about um, Ghana is, to, is that the Passport to Rule program is built on four pillars: education, culture service and recreation. And every, every country that we go to, we try our best to ensure that those four pillars are represented. And so for Ghana, as I said, this was, this trip in December was our second, uh, visit. Um, the first one was in 2019 and it was part of the, um, year of return. A Ghanaian, um, government had in- instituted this, um, initiative to get persons from the African Um, diaspora to, to come back to visit, to come back to, to know the truth, to learn the truth, to understand and reconcile, um, their understanding about, um, the, the, the transatlantic slave trade. So in 2019, we visited and that was a very powerful, impactful, um, experience. And that led me to think that possibly it could be, it could possibly mean that we go back to Ghana more frequently, as a number of persons could trace their lineage, their heritage to Ghana, and that was important as well. And so the itinerary um, built on education, culture, service, and recreation involved visiting a number of um, different sites that represented Aspects of, um, Black culture, like W.E. Du Bois Museum. W.E. Du Bois was a, a stalwart in terms of, um, Pan-Africanism and helping Black people understand where they stood in the world. Literature.
2: Uh, was, literature as well. Great and writer. Literature. Great yeah. writer, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. And, um, Kwame Nkrumah, who was the first, uh, president of, of Ghana, we, we spent some time as, at his museum and mausoleum. It's a combined, um, a combined space. Um, we also, of course, the transatlantic slave trade, you cannot go to Ghana without visiting uh, the slave castles. And um, we also did the Asin Manso, which is the slave river. And one of my colleagues, I'll, I'll allow them to to talk about that in a few. Um, in terms of education, we, the UVI, has um, collaborations. We have, um, sorry, uh, MOU, Memorandum of Understanding with an institution in Ghana. It's called the University of Professional Studies. And so we engaged with, with, um, individuals there. I, I had a, a, beautiful lecture by a very prominent, um, historian, poet. Um, he has a number of other <laughs> accolades to his name. Um, so he, he gave us a lecture on, um, African, um, the slave trade, understanding what it meant for Africans and what Africans perceive that it meant for us as persons from the diaspora. Um, service, we visited and engaged with children at an orphanage called Becky's home. And in terms of recreation, recreation involved a number of different things. We had outfits made by seamstresses who came to our hotel. Uh, we, we engaged in some um, cultural dances, um, naming ceremonies, um, in 2019, we actually walked across the canopy of one of, um, Ghana's prominent, um, forest, forest, um, forest spaces. And so in a nutshell, that is what we did. I mean, as, as I said, I'd allow my colleagues to dive in because we all had very unique experiences uh, when it came to visiting the, uh, slave castles. And with the naming ceremony, that was a very powerful experience as well. So. Who wants to dive in on the slave castles?
1: <laughs> well, I can talk about the slave castles if you guys can hear me. Yeah, um, go right ahead. Yeah, the slave castle was, I think, the most impactful for me. Um, having read about it, um, and this again is was my first trip to Africa. Um, and Ghana was a country candidate who decided about. It. But the slave castle for me was just a very touching, emotional reflective experience. Um seeing and actually standing at the door of No Return in the castle, uh visiting El Almina, which is the city where they are they are located, was very much so the I think the highlight of my trip to Ghana. Um as well as the people. Seeing people that mimic you, look like you, act like you, eat like you, look like you, look like you, look, you know, walk like you, look, you, know, walk like you. <laughs> All those things um stayed with me and as a result it's as a, like Dr. Tang mentioned is a place I would like to visit again. Um and I hope to do so again through this program because the experience was wonderful.
2: No, that's 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 awesome. Um Miss Ducard, you, you you live in Atlanta, right?
3: Right? Yes, sir.
2: So where are you meeting? How are you fly? Where are you at? London, wherever, how how the how the trip went?
3: oh wow um we had some complications if i'm not mistaken we were supposed to fly out of miami
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, somebody correct me if i'm wrong uh, i believe we were supposed to fly out of miami and we wound up or we did fly out of miami but we were supposed to initially go through portugal yeah. and uh there was a,
5: um, a portugal
3: a,
4: um, Air Portugal. It was a worker strike. strike.
3: Yes. On the same day we were intending to leave. (laughs) They had actually scheduled it for the exact same day of our flight. Wow. And so we had to, you know, through the work of Dr. Tong and her connections with the uh, World Strides program, they had to work to get us a new flight out of D.C. And so we all made our way from Miami to D.C. and then from D.C. to Accra. Direct flight from D.C. to Accra? Yes, a direct flight. It was about nine hours, eight and a half hours or so. I think we were expecting it to be about 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, it was a little shorter. And I would love to speak to the um, what you mentioned earlier about the anticipation yeah, yeah, well, yeah, leading up yeah. to the trip, um, yeah. because I, I travel somewhat frequently. And for some reason, I had such terrible anxiety leading up to this trip. I don't think I've actually shared this with any of the, the folks on the call.
2: So this is this is this is a this is, a exclusive. No, this is this. an exclusive now and analyze this.
3: Analyze
4: this. So go so, ahead. So I'm,
3: re- I'm revealing all my secrets now. <laughs> yes, I had a terrible anxiety. I was re- very emotional. And um, I even did a couple of videos about it to document just how nervous I was. And I think because there was so much buildup uh, and because the the plans were changing in real time, it was, um, it was unsettling. And I really felt for the first time that I had no idea what I was walking into. I knew it would be incredible, but I just didn't know what would actually take place and what the experience would be. And so um, it was It was really great to feel as soon as I met the group in, uh, I don't wanna say as soon as I met them in Miami, but by the time I got to DC, I was feeling a lot better. Uh, and of course, by the time I landed in Accra, all of those worries and all the nervousness had completely melted away. Um, so I just wanted to share that because I, I've never actually felt anxiety before a a trip i've never felt that in my entire life uh this was my first time and so it was great to feel that kind of melt away and you know slowly subside as i met people in the group and made connections slowly and of course landed in the in the motherland
2: now um mr Hudge, your 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 name is a your, your your surname is a is a very popular name in the in these parts um, the U.S. Virgin Islands, British Virgin Islands, and of course, Anguilla, and, mm. and all that stuff. One of the things, I got a friend of mine named Ed Milligan. He's out at Fredericksted, and he's a Saki, right? And one of the things he told me that that name is a prominent name over in Ghana. And a lot of names, yes. a lot of surnames in, in the Caribbean, Ghana, in particular, West Africa, is, 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 is you could see the obvious connection. Um so so what was it like you, you get to Ghana and you realize this is this is family. You know? Um yes. the 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 cheering them look like we and and all that stuff. That had to been that had to be a touching time for Ayo.
0: Yes. Uh I saw people there who looked just like my colleague at work. Um I saw people who who looked um, you know, but you know you see me so you see my complexion mm-hmm. but there are actually some um people who have my complexion there uh and you saw and, and the names the names there some of the names are actually European names like 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 mine is um because the Europeans produce children there who, mm-hmm. who um who who, who 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 have carried their names so they are Pool, for example that we know quite well, and these wow. are right? Yeah. Um, so it was uh, it was really an, an, an incredible experience too, to because you know no matter where you are in the diaspora, if you if you if you came out of out of Africa, you likely passed through one of these um, slave castles, and so. Um, yeah, but the connections continue because I thought you were going to a different place when you asked me about my name, Hodge. <laughs> because uh, you know, your chief justice is actually my brother, <laughs> Reese Hodge, man, the great Reese Hodge. He's my, he's my brother.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's what that's one of, my, one of my guys. You know what I mean? And and uh, we are, <clears throat> you know, the 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 one thing about the Caribbean. In the Virgin Islands, in particular, we're a melting pot here in the Virgin islands um a lot of the different neighboring islands, a lot of folks who um want to get onto america um the Virgin islands is the conduit and has been a conduit for a number of years for obvious reasons of course, America bought us a uh, hundred and six years ago come march um and 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 that would make sense, but you're absolutely correct, you know are we are. Uh, we are uh, we 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 saw we serve a significant purpose here, and it's good 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 to know that um we we got um Chief Justice uh Hodge, um brother younger brother baby you baby brother or older brother uh, young, younger brother younger brother for sure <laughs> baby yes. brother good, without without a doubt uh Mister Augustine tell us about your um anticipation and 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 first of all and let me ask it did did the reality. Um, meet your anticipation and exceed it.
1: Um, okay. So this is breaking news another that exclusive. <laughs> um, <laughs> so actually the anticipation was high, you know, you have to do some of the visa processing. So, you know, I, I time mine right so that it'll come like two days before it wasn't planned, but it, it, the visa came right on time, but my anticipation came when I, when I realized on air while I was in the air and realized that I'll be touching down on the motherland, Um, you know, you know what they say, bad man don't cry, but I ended up shedding a tear as soon as the plane landed. Wow. Um, And I born, you know, St. Croix grew up in the West and all of that. So I don't think I ever cried until that moment. Um, But then when I got off the plane, making sure I could get to immigration, didn't want something to happen so that, you know, they turned me away. But once I got there and started seeing people that look like me, um, I felt very comfortable, very familiar um, with everybody that I met, uh, very welcome in place. And I think when I went to Africa, wanting to go to Africa, I wanted to be validated. And I'm thinking that's the right word. I wanted it to be some point of validation for me, knowing there's a continent that can validate my experience and my existence here and realized once I got there that I already had that. Um, It was for me to carry on and push forward. And you know, what's interesting too, a lot of the Africans view us, the people that left Africa early on, as more so as the ones that were able to do more or carry on more, carry on the message. And um, we're the one that survive as a result of our ancestors going through what they had to go through. And us being able to come back and reconnect with family and friends and, and loved ones and connections that are made as a result of this trip is powerful. But for me, um, you know, it started off with a cheer And when I left, it was more so of uh, an, an embedded happiness, an embedded self-assurance um, of who I am.
2: No, that's that's awesome. Now, now, Ms. Tong, um, Western Africa is very, very important to us um, here um, on this side of the Atlantic, for obvious reasons. Of course, you know Liberia, um, um Wilmot, uh, Edward Wilmot Bladen, our relationship there, and of course the the the, the capital of Liberia, uh, Monrovia, uh, with James Monroe and the Monroe Doctrine. So, um talk a little bit um, about um, we don't want to, to make it seem like all of Africa uh, isn't important because it is, but there's a special importance, special significance with Western Africa and those of us on this side of the Atlantic. We're going, we're going to have a break. Okay. Right? And, uh, so I just wanted to mention uh, some of the countries that um, Ms. Tong uh, spoke of, um, that um, the passport to the world uva passport to the world program has visited india spain peru morocco um china um and i think the south africa i think south africa uh was mentioned as well or they're gonna be going to south africa so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break when we come back hopefully get back to coordinator uh leslie Ntung back on and she can join us again to give us some more insight um as to the program and and how we're gonna go about um, touching other parts of the world analyze this a beautiful friday uh here uh in paradise and we've got the passport to the world program folks joining us uva passport to the world program joining us as well we'll be back
7: right after this a new year equals new business opportunities at bank of st croix bank of st croix offers deposit banking products business online platforms and commercial loans Their SBA lending department offers financing options and access to capital for businesses. Bank of St. Croix has two locations. One in Gallus Bay, 340-773-8500, and one in Peter's Rest, 340-713-8500. Bank of St. Croix is an equal housing lender. Bankofstcroix.com
6: during a busy day, it can be hard to make room for even one more thing. So it's a real plus that All Things Considered from NPR News is great for multitaskers. You can confidently add being well-informed to your to-do list and know that you will get it done. Whether you're cleaning out your junk drawer on a quick drive or something else, listen to All Things Considered every weekday afternoon.
7: From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. To the, Virgin Islands. the USVI Caribbean Music Festival on St. Croix officially launches on Friday, February 17th. This is a free community event presented by the US Virgin Islands Department of Tourism, curated by the United Jazz Foundation in collaboration with Jazz at Lincoln Center and sponsored by the VI Lottery. The event runs from 6.30 to 11.30 p.m. along the Waterfront Promenade in Frederickstead and features Grammy Award-winning jazz vocalist Diane Reeves, Marsvin Davids, Caribbean Players of St. Croix, and Calvin Johnson and Native Son of New Orleans. For more information, CaribbeanMusicHeritage.org or 646-725-3353.
2: To me. And we're back here uh, And analyze this And uh, before we get back to the Passport to the World Group I just want to give you some programming updates uh, For tonight at 8.30 In conversation with AARP On, on this week's episode Dion Parsons the founder of the United Jazz Foundation will be discussing the upcoming VI Caribbean Music Festival, which takes place uh, next week, Friday, down in the West from 6.30 to 11.30 p.m. It's a free outdoor community concert. And uh, Diane Reeves, right, going to be headlining. The opening act, of course, is Mars Vin David and the Caribbean jazz players, and they know what they could do. They could jam. you check, and of course, uh, Calvin Johnson, Native Son, going to be the closing act. Now, of course, like I mentioned, though, the highlight of the night going to be Miss Diane Reeves uh, down in the West, right? Down, down on Strand Street. And you don't want to miss that on the Frederick Stead Promenade. Uh, tra- the Musical wins of the World, the Caribbean Music Festival, February 17th, a week from tonight. Uh, down in the West. Also tonight, right, at um 10 p.m., right, um, we were hyphy, fee right? That's going to be on at 10 uh, tonight. Right? Haife was a musical movement that emerged from the streets of Oakland, California in the nineties and encouraged kids to go dumb. <laughs> Stop thinking, have fun and dance instead of getting violence. We were hyphy explores this movement through interviews with the charismatic artists behind the music and also the looks and also looks at the dances, fashions, and culture spawned by their genius, the film traces, the movements, influence. And a variety of artists from legendary figures such as Keith the Snake, Mac, Dre, Mr. Fab, to modern-day artists such as Kamaya, G-Eazy, and Raphael Casal. A love letter to hy The film also details the highs lows, uh, highs and lows of the movement and its enduring place in the hip-hop pantheon. And, of course, you know, me being a, a hip-hop type of guy, seriously, up in that area at that time. In the 90s, the Bay Area, they were holding it. Well, matter of fact, that's where I'm um, the one and only Tupac Shakur, right? Started his thing in the, uh, well, actually came to prominence um, as a part of digital underground with Shaq G and all of them. So you really want to check this out. And then, of course, you know, like I said, 11 p.m. tonight, also, right? uh, that's all right. That's what we're talking about. So make sure you tune into uh WTJX tonight, right? 10 p.m. and 11 p.m., right? on uh, channel twelve. And you don't want to miss that. Let so yeah, back to the passport to the world group uh from uh UVI. Uh let me do a quorum call reach quick again. Miss Tong, you back on the line yet? I am here. Okay, good. Sorry about that disconnect um, a little while ago. And then um Um Mr. Augustine, you there? Yeah, I am here. Okay, good. What about my um um Watagonian from Christianstead? You there? I'm here. I do. I do. do, 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 Of course, um, Chief Justice, little brother, Timothy Hodge. Good morning. From Anguilla. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Yes. Okay. Good thing. thing. Did we ever get uh, Mr. Isaac to join us this morning or? We go wait till next time. Good morning, day. Mr. Isaac is here. Mr. Isaac, man, where you been, man? We've been waiting for you for the longest, b. Where you been? I've been here a long time. We're just waiting for you to acknowledge me. Nah, man, was there something? You no know check, I'm saying. <laughs> just something? Glad to have <laughs> you man, here. I enjoy the conversation. Nah, man, now tell us about tell us about this interesting to here for docsars. Now tell us about about your uh, perspectives, because I know it had to have been an emotional thing for everybody well, heading back to the motherland.
8: Basically it remind when I landed in Ghana, it reminded me of the pictures I've seen of the Virgin Islands back in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. And we even went to villages that reminds me of Savan. You know. But I would advise everybody to take a trip over there. You know. Mm-hmm. You you meet people who reminds you of people back here in the Virgin Islands. In fact, when we went to one of the regions, that's a Ashanti region in Kumasi today, uh mall, Kumasi City Mall, I saw a young lady remind me of someone I know in St. Thomas, and I mistake her. And she said, No, I'm a Ghanaian. You're so it's amazing that you would meet a lot of people that remind you of the people in the Virgin Islands. In terms of my emotional, we went to an area in the central region called Asin Manzo, that's the Slave River, where You know, our ancestors had their last bat before they made that surgery across the Atlantic and Mm -hmm. they came in the diaspora, including the Virgin Islands. And it was emotional for me, reflecting of what our ancestors went through in order for us to have this opportunity to travel back to the motherland. And you could understand why the people and in Ghana were so receptive because the stories, they have heard what our ancestors went through. So we're like the long-lost family members that came back home. In fact, we went to one of the villages and they assumed that we came back to live. They were telling <laughs> us about sending us land and how we can get adjusted and get settled and everything. So it was great. I would advise everybody to go over there and see for yourself. It's one thing when we read the literature and we hear stories of people' experiences, but you actually have to be there to experience it yourself.
2: Well, I got I got one of my people them, from over in Saint John, um, Larisua. He liked to tell me he see my twin brother in Africa when he went over there. You check. <laughs> so I had to tell you, well, you know, you, you, you never know, you know me. Thing to happen, you check. But uh, uh, I'm sure that that had to have been uh, a moving experience. Um, for all of you. So let me let we got about about five, six more minutes. I want to make sure that uh we do what we got to do here. Um, Miss Tong, what's next? What's next for 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 the passport to the Wall?
5: Well, passport to the world. We're heading to um Egypt in May, um May 25th to June 5th, and um right now we're their capacity in terms of the number of participants who can participate. But um, one of the things that we do always try to ensure is that our students get the opportunity to experience these things. Um, UVI being the only institution of higher education in the territory and HBCU at that, we have a lot to give back. We have we we owe a lot. We have to ensure that we're preparing our students to be uh representative of ourselves, of our islands, of our territory, and the fact that um our ancestors Went through what they went through to ensure that we we, we have what we have now, and so um, students um, listening to me, if you're interested in passports to the world, please contact me. And for persons interested in helping to support students, we w- really welcome that. We actually are having a fundraiser today, uh, sip and paint, um, in the Eldridge Blake. Sports and Fitness Center at 5.30. So if you're listening, you're on St. Thomas, St. John, and you want to come down and support us, have a relaxing time, meet with students, hear about the experiences that they've had participating in Pastor to the World, the, the experiences they hope to achieve or experience. Um. In, in the future programs, we'd love to have you come down. Uh, Password to the World is, it's an innovative idea to really extend learning. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> to extend learning outside of the classroom. And, um, we hope to be going to a number of places in the future. Egypt is the one that we are actively working on. But, um, and, and we do these programs twice a year. I'm not sure if I mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, we, <coughs> In 2022, um, COVID kind of, you know, COVID messed everybody up. So in, during COVID times, we did not go anywhere. Um, but when COVID started, you know, disappearing, so, so to speak, we visited Spain and Morocco. And we again looked what, what, one of the things that we try to do is to link our experiences in these countries back to our history. So for instance, in Spain and Morocco, we looked at the, history of migration and the impact of the moors who Mm -hmm. were dark-skinned people who who influenced a lot of what we see in yeah we went to alhambra and it's a beautiful magnificent um, structure with a lot of history that and history that is built on the backs of People of color, black mm-hmm. people, they, they won't tell us that, but, <laughs> um, so, so to, to wrap up my little spiel here, I would just, um, encourage persons when we come out to you, when we ask, please give, please support us, please join. You can support by participating, um, not only just by giving money, um, you can actually participate and that would be a form of supporting the program, which in its interim does support student participation.
2: No, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome there. And of course, you know, when you, when you mentioned Egypt, two things come to mind, the Nile River and the, and the pyramids. <laughs> church, yes,
5: so.
2: we, have, we have all of that part of the program. Anybody else in this group going to be going and, uh, and not, and not e- trip to Egypt? <laughs> oh
0: yes, for sure. I am.
2: I like <laughs> that. Uh, uh, I like that. Now, um, what about the the Pacific Rim? I I see um oh you went to China, right?
5: We've been to China. Yeah. Um that was the first one, and we've been to India. Been
2: to India and we do okay. plan
5: to do some other, you know. Australia is kind of down under radar, yeah. under. Yeah. You know, we have some students from UVI who are in the Marshall Islands. Um that's also something that we are looking into, maybe visiting the Marshall Islands. Um to support our students
2: there. Okay, that, that's good. That? UVI has arms everywhere.
4: UVI oh, you oh, know, yeah.
5: like the yeah. Jamaicans say we, we we small but talawa. <laughs> I hope I got it right. We have arms everywhere. Our students are all over the globe. We have we students have in Ghana
0: yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: I, I was actually, I, actually I actually participated I participated in a in a, in a, in a summit for the young journalists, young journalists at, UVI at UVI. And and one of the one of the students from the Philippines so you know that is uh, I I know about the tentacles of UVA. UVA's tentacles uh, are real. Um, let me ask, uh, Mister m- Augustine.
1: Yeah, they. You out of the West? Actually, yeah, I born in the middle. I born when I was in Harvey Project area. I grew up Harvey Project, Lauren Village, Grove. So we move around a lot. So all the projects there, I know. <laughs> Except um the west and the east side, but I grew up a lot in the west. So
2: so you're middle like the island man. You're a half land. You're, you're a half land yeah, man. man. Yeah, yeah.
1: I grew up most of my years in Glen Bombayju area, yeah. seventeen plus all Bet- them things. Bethlehem, that whole yes. the whole
2: Kings Hill, Kings Hill. I think Kings is a Kings right Hill. top.
1: yes uh, yes uh, uh, yes. That's, that's a
2: right top. Any, anything from a a geographical um look in in Ghana that make you think make 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 you say home?
1: Um, the river. The um, slave river. Yeah. Um That I actually I stood right next to um uh, one of my colleagues on the trip, um, and you know it was an emotional experience. Uh, a lot of people were you it, know. It, look, it, it, made look, made. it
2: looked like you were balling, and you didn't want to say it on the show. And if you were balling, don't yeah. be afraid to admit it. You know? <laughs>
1: Well, that's another breaking news, but um <laughs> it, it it reminded me of the rivers, you know, like I used to travel, my parents are from St. Lucia, so I used to go um, okay. back in St. Lucia and see the rivers. Yeah, then, that reminded that reminded me of that. So yeah. geographically, um the rivers that just did it for me. I love water, so that did it for That's me. good.
2: So I think we could all agree, all all five of you and myself and the listening
1: audience.
2: All of us family, you know, just that the boat drop off
1: some of we and we
2: move around. You check what I'm saying? That's this just that's true. just the reality of it here. I mean, you know, I mean, we we we've had some conflicts in the past and all that stuff, but the reality yes. is, um, once you know, once our ancestors, you know, our forefathers and foremothers, they had no control over a lot of things. You check what I'm saying, and yes, and that's true. the beauty of of revisiting where where they came from. I want to once again thank all of you for making some time to join us. Let me go through the koramkalia once again. Um and when I when I call your name, say hello or oh, or oh, present Steven Isaac, Mister Steven Isaac, you there? he drop off. Okay, Cortis Augustine. I That's what I'm talking about. Akua Duka the Yankee the Yankee from 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 God.
3: Present.
2: That's what I'm talking about. Program Coordinator Leslie Tong.
5: Amen. I will use one of the. Um... Oh no. Films we use, oh my gosh, I like that we one.
2: In Ghana, I like that one. Say it again for me. Amen. Amen. That's so you say it. I
5: go? Oh. And the response is Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. See, I like, I, like, I like that. And of course, little brother Timothy Hodge,
0: Anguilla. Yes, um, it was a pleasure to be um talking about this um trip. I wish we, there was so much more that we could say. Yeah, oh, we can
2: Or we're gonna walk on that. We're we gonna get our backhand before we before I roll out for Egypt. How about that, Miss Tong?
5: That would be fantastic.
2: Okay, we're going to walk on that. And that trip is a May trip, you say?
5: It's in May.
2: Yeah, so we're going to try and get you on sometime in April if it's okay with you. Okay?
5: All right, thank you.
2: So, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Um, Thank you for spreading Virgin Islands love all the way in Ghana, man. It's a beautiful thing.
5: Appreciate being here. Thank you so much. And good luck with the program
2: right. and, and let the president know that I say hey up, um, and since it happened under his stewardship and his leadership, he go get some props as well. President David <laughs> Hall and, and, and Ms. McHale and all that stuff. All our good people. Thank you very much for joining us. Great show to end out the week here and analyze this. And we want to thank the UVI Passport to the World Group um, for being here. Thank you very much to all of you. Enjoy the weekend and continued success uh, going forward. Okay, that's the UVI Passport to the World um, group there. They had a trip to Ghana in December. And we've, we were joined today by Stephen Isaac, Curtis Augustine, Akua Ducard, Leslie Tongue, and Timothy Hodge. Also earlier, disability rights folks joined us as well. Be good, be safe, enjoy the weekend. Bye-bye.
8: Views
1: and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
5: He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24 7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time. that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members.
6: Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarti. Weekdays at 1 p.m.
7: on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
6: I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up plus conversations with authors and artists. Stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News magazine, Here and Now.
7: Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTGX FM 93.1.